everybody. My name is Frank Driscoll, and welcome to Driscoll's Election Dissection, your election analysis for Across the Circus. I hope you're all doing well today, wherever you are. If you listened to our last show, uh, our very first show, you'll notice that we looked at two specific primary elections for two congressional special elections, one in Rhode Island, the other in Utah. Well, in Rhode Island, Gabe Ammo ended up winning that election, receiving about 32% of the vote, and called right on election night, so just enough to not outlast any other candidate. So he'll be the Democratic nominee in the Rhode Island election, and in Utah was a much closer race, and between Celeste Malloy and Becky Edwards for the second district's Republican primary, it was back and forth on election night, but it wasn't until a couple days after when Celeste Malloy received enough votes to call the primary election in her favor. So Celeste Malloy will be the Republican candidate in Utah's District 2 election on November the 21st. Now, we're not going to be talking about those two elections in the future because they're both seem pretty leaned toward their Republican and Democratic counterparts, and it doesn't really make for an eventful election there. But today, we talk about the first gubernatorial election of this year so far, although the two other ones have had their primaries already. This one is technically a primary, but could also be the general, which is funny how that system works in this particular state. So today, we're headed to the bayou. We're going to Louisiana and talking about its gubernatorial primary election set for Saturday, October 14th. An election on a Saturday. Wow, I guess that should bring people out to vote. I would assume so. So, Here's what's going on down in Louisiana. The incumbent governor is John Bell Edwards. He's a Democrat, was elected in 2015 and re-elected in 2019. And he is a Democrat in a red state. However, he has been able to appeal to Louisiana's Republican base as he's one of the only top-name Democrats who's anti-abortion along with other conservative values. So he's been able to cross-appeal to both sides of the electorate. Now, Governor Edwards is term-limited and cannot run for re-election this year. And that brings an open primary for this. Now, Louisiana has a different system of electing their governor than most states do. For example, in the primary election, all of the candidates appear on one ballot. And by all, I mean all. Republican, Democrat, Independent, Third Party, whatever. They all appear on the same ballot. Everybody gets the same ballot, and you could vote for whomever the heck you want. It doesn't matter if you're a registered party voter. You can vote for the other party if you want to. Nobody's going to stop you. Now, if a candidate receives more than 50% of the vote in the primary election, they win. They win the governor's seat just like that. If not, however, then the two candidates with the most votes We'll move on to a runoff election, or as they like to call it, the general election, scheduled to be held on November 18th. Now, if you know a lot about elections around the world, and you're probably thinking to yourself, oh, hey, that's how France elects their president. Well, you'd be right. It's the standard two-round system. And Louisiana is the only state that really does it like that. Like California and Washington are somewhat similar, but they don't have a majority finisher, per se. So, in this election, the Republican Party of Louisiana really really wants the governor's seat back. Now, Louisiana already has control of both houses in the state legislature, and 
they're destined to hang on to those, which elections also occur on the October 14th and November 18th. They elect the legislators the exact same way with the runoff system. And it seems very likely that they're going to hold both seats because their margins are pretty high. So the Republicans want a trifecta here. And given the state's red lean, they might be able to do that. So last year, the first candidate to enter the race was Jeff Landry, who was also Louisiana's attorney general. Now, the Louisiana Republican Party knew that Donald Trump was a good confidant of Jeff Landry. So they figured we might as well, you know, take what we can here. So they had a meeting over Zoom, the party elite, and they officially endorsed Jeff Landry for governor. Now, this actually alienated a lot of Republicans throughout the state, including legislators, who found it very odd that they didn't have a say in that vote, and the vote was behind closed doors. So as a result, some more Republicans throughout the state decided to throw their hat in the ring. They include State Senator Sharon Hewitt, State Treasurer John Schroeder, and former State Chamber CEO Stephen Wakespeck. Now, unfortunately, the other three have not been able to gain any ground because despite the controversy of how the state Republican Party endorsed Jeff Landry so early, not a lot of Republican voters really knew about that. So they didn't really care. So Jeff Landry is the front runner on the Republican side. And with an endorsement from Donald Trump, as well as nearly all of Louisiana's congressional delegation, including House Majority Leader Steve Scalise, who, as of this taping, could possibly also be our next House Speaker, except for Louisiana's 6th District Representative Garrett Graves, who endorsed Stephen Wagspeck. Believe it or not, Mr. Wagspeck has gotten a bit of uh, momentum in the polls. His number is going up a bit, but I don't know if it's going to be enough to make the runoff election. And speaking of which, although Jeff Landry is leading in polls, the guy right behind him is the only major Democratic candidate in the race. Now, the Louisiana Democratic Party knows that's going to be an uphill battle, losing Governor Edwards, who they believe was a real electable candidate throughout the state. So they want to find someone with that appeal and who can possibly beat a man like Jeff Landry. So there's only one major Democratic candidate in the race, and that is former State Transportation Secretary Sean Wilson. Now, Sean Wilson has the endorsement of Governor Edwards, as well as Representative Troy Carter, the only Democrat in Louisiana's House delegation, along with other members of the state legislature who are Democrats, and of course, the Louisiana Democratic Party is going all out for him. And polls have showed that it is very likely going to be Landry and Wilson in the top two. But Landry doesn't seem to have enough to get a majority. That could be thanks to the other Republican candidates in the race or what. The highest he's been polling is 40%, and that was a poll from last month. This poll was from Mason Dixon. And despite that, there is about 15% of undecided voters in the poll. So a lot can change in between them. And the Cook Political Report has this race as a lean Republican, which means there is a good chance that the scale would tip to elect a Republican governor, but if given the right momentum, the Democrats could possibly keep it. So we're very likely going to be heading to a runoff on November 18th. Now, of course, I can't predict that. I'm no Nostradamus, but that seems to be the case based on the cards we're dealt here. And that election might be closer than we think. You know, it could depend on how the two candidates go forward with their campaigns. So we're likely going to talk about it before November 18th. 
And I just want to let everyone know that if you are a registered voter in Louisiana, I don't care who you vote for, but I do care that you vote. So please do. Thank you all for listening to Driscoll's Election Dissection. If you'd like to learn more about the show, go online to algidproductions.com slash across the circus and be sure to listen to us on any podcasting form you like. Thank you all for listening and I'll see you all very soon. Tuning in to this episode, proudly presented by the APNM Group, a subsidiary of Alger Productions LLC. We strive to produce content that informs, entertains, and adds value to your day. We value your input and would be delighted to hear your thoughts in the comments about this episode. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please engage with us in the comments section or via our social media platforms. Your feedback helps us shape our content and uncover new topics that matter to our listeners. If this episode resonated with you, we kindly ask that you rate and review this show on your preferred podcast platform. Sharing this podcast with friends and family helps us reach more listeners and continue delivering content you enjoy. For more information about the podcast, the host, or our parent company, please visit the link in this episode's description. Also visit us on YouTube and Rumble to see and hear every content produced by Alger Productions. Thank you once again for your time and support. Until next time, stay tuned and stay inspired.